Welcome to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars, a financial podcast for everyone. Now, here's one of my favorite people. (laughs) I'm Sean, the dad, clearly the favorite. And I'm Caitlin, the daughter, clearly my dad's mistaken. Hi, everybody. Why are you laughing? Just because I think I think our intro, I don't know what we were thinking initially, but it still makes me smile, but it makes me wonder. Time to update? No, not time to update. I just guess what, I, I wonder what other people think of it, like our listeners think of it. I think it's adorable. Well, there you go. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Dad's Daughters and Dollars. I'm Sean Mulcahy, and I'm talking with my daughter, Caitlin. This is the uh, podcast where uh, she's learning from me, and it turns out I'm learning a lot from her. And today we're talking about Social Security, and I'm just curious, because you're 24, what do you know and think about Social Security, and what does your generation think of Social Security? I can't speak for my entire generation, but I do know that Social Security kind of seems like this it's the light at the end of the tunnel that anyone can always rely on because Social Security is taken out of everyone's check. But with the way things are going, it doesn't really feel like we'll ever see that. So, you know, the fact that we have to be, I think my generation has to be three years older and that might even change as time goes on. Like you have to actually be 70 before you can get. And, you know, how many people are dying before 70 because of health issues or whatever? So it seems like this you know, amount of money that we'll eventually get. But in the meantime, the government's just kind of going to use it. And um, I don't want to say abuse it, but, you know, it goes towards other things before it's really like, oh, yeah, we actually have to put that money back because that's actually meant for them. And I, I don't know if this is certain or not, but it makes it seem like maybe your generation or maybe even your parents' generation, although did your parents have Social Security? Yes. They did. Okay. So your parents had Social Security. Seems like their Social Security had time to maybe grow. Like it wasn't just the nickels and pennies and dimes that actually got put into their accounts. Seems like it had time to grow. I can't speak to what your Social Security is if, you know, okay, let's actually take from people's Social Security and then we'll give it back. And maybe it grows a little bit less. And then for my generation, I feel like they're going to forget to put it back. And, oh, I was actually supposed to get $100,000. I don't know if that's a lot, but I'm just ballpark round number. Um, In Social Security, over 20 years of retirement, approximately, maybe, hopefully it's longer. Um, And uh, it's actually only 40. I'm I'm not too optimistic. So, yeah, so I spoke to a friend of mine last week who has a son who's about a couple of years older than you, and he said that whole generation, and I believe it's true, thinks there's not going to be any Social Security for them. It'll be gone. So depending on where you look on the Internet, it says that Social Security will be bankrupt by 2035 or 2037. Amazing. So (laughs) there'll be no money left in it. That's what the majority of... I'm going to give you my take on it, and I'm going to explain a little bit about Social Security, and and I'll give you a big takeaway I think you should have with Social Security. Okay. So Social Security started in 1935 by President Franklin Roosevelt. It's because we were coming out of a depression. We were still in a depression in 1934, and people who were 60 years old who were doctors had like close to no money to retire. So because they just had to put all their savings towards like surviving or whatever. So- 
Franklin Delano Roosevelt did a committee and they came up with the plan for Social Security. But Social Security, just so you know, was never intended to totally cover your retirement. You have to have other savings other than Social Security. Matter of fact, back in, I think the very first check was given out in like 1940 or so. And it was like for $20 to someone. So, and there's been increases and cost of living increases and stuff like that. So right now, in 2020, 2021, Social Security in no way provides a comfortable retirement for anybody, even if you max out. And the majority of people don't max out. So I'll explain what maxing out is. To max out, to get the full monthly amount of $3,148, and that's as of 2021, you would have had to average over your career $142,000 a year. Okay. So so somebody who's coming out of college is not getting that, especially somebody who's retiring, let's say, who's like 66 years old in 2021. There's no way when they came out of college were they making $142,000 Right, but it's very possible that someone who is 35 could be making well into the six figures, and then that does average out to 142. But I know what you mean. Well, what I'm saying is I I think the average person I read who's turning 65 this year, their average max is two grand. Okay. So 2,000 times 12... So it's two thousand a month. Two thousand times twelve is twenty four thousand. Now on that, you have to pay federal tax. Yeah, I don't really understand why literally every single form of income is taxed. Like, isn't the whole point of Social Security is that it was already kind of initially a tax? Like, it's it's the government saying, "Hey, we're going to give you this later." My point. I'm just what my what my thinking is. Let's say you are only getting $2,000 a month in retirement from Social Security because maybe that's where you maxed out. Over the course of your career, though, how much money in tax have you given to the government? Does that average out to $2,000? I I have no idea. Right, but do you you understand what I'm trying to get at? Yes. You're giving more to Social Security than you're actually getting And I have no idea why Social Security is taxed federally. Now, there's certain states where you do not pay any state tax on your Social Security. But some also have some state states, tax. There's something like 13 states. They tax federally and the state takes a, a cut. From Social Security. Okay. Right. So it's obvious that if you have 24000 and let's say you wind up paying $6,000 in tax on that over the course of the year, no one can live on $18,000 a year. It's just crazy. Because there's still plenty of people who are turning 65 who still either have rent or mortgage. Yeah. So the main thing I want you to get and your generation to get out of this, in no way is Social Security supposed to provide for a comfortable retirement. And I don't even mean just cover your expenses. It won't even cover your expenses. Yeah, I um, I think about that price and uh, to me I go, okay. Yeah, I don't even expect to get something like that. Even if I were to be the person who, for whatever reason, I don't know any photographers averaging $142,000 in their career each year, but even if I was that person, I I still don't think it's it's worth it at all. So I'm going to start giving you some reasons. Well, one of the things I did do is I brought a, a paycheck so that everybody knows when 
Social Security is taken out of your check. You can look actually at the check, and it's a thing called FICA. And FICA stands for um, Federal Insurance Contributions Act. That's the thing that Franklin Delano Roosevelt passed in 1935. So I remember getting checks early in my career where you would see just the words FICA, and they would take out a percentage. What's that percentage? 6.2%. Now, you're a business owner, as am I, right? We have loan-out companies for our, our individual freelance work. You have to pay 6.2%. What does that go towards? It goes towards both Medicare and Social Security. So Medicare is what would hopefully cover you um, for medical bills when you're 65 and older. And Social Security would, would be a little... I don't know, a little bonus on top of what you've already saved for retirement, right? But it yeah. was never fully meant to fully uh, give you a comfortable retirement in no way, mm. okay? So on my paycheck I have in front of me, it says X is taken out for Social Security and X was taken out for Medicare. So that's how you know. Now, you as a, as a loan out, I think we talked about this, you have to pay 6.2% that funds both those programs. And I have to do it twice, right? You have to do it as an employer and an employee. Okay? Yeah. All right. So now I'm going to talk about why I think Social Security will still be around for you. Um, there would be so many lawsuits that would happen because what's happening is they do a payroll tax of that 6.2%. That money that's coming out of your check is not funding your retirement. It's funding people 20 and 30 years ahead of you. So the people behind you are funding your retirement. So that when you're 50, there's 20-year-olds or whoever are working or funding your retirement, right? I guess now, so. They're taking a percentage of this, but that's kind of how it works. So what I think will happen is there's five possible things that can happen that I think will affect your social security. I believe it'll be there. I do not believe it'll be totally gone. One, they can raise the payroll tax rate. So it's 6.2 now. If they moved it up to 7.4 or something, they would bring in billions more dollars. Yeah, I guess so. That's true. Um, two, they can cre increase the wages subject to social security taxes. So right now, the max that are subject to social security wages, $142,500. So if somebody made $300,000, everything over one forty two five hundred is not going towards any Social Security. What? Yeah. You're kidding. So basically what it's doing, if you can see, it's, it's favoring the wealthier yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. So. Sorry, everyone who's listening, I'm just, that makes me. I'm glad when you learn these things. Ugh. So they could raise that. It could go up to 250, the first 250,000 of anybody's salary could go towards Social Security and that would raise so much more money and there would be no problems with you guys getting Social Security when you're 65. And by the way, because of the year you were born, and I'll put this in the show notes, everybody has a different retirement age based on when they were born. So for me, it's 66 years and four months is my full retirement age to get my full Social Security. Oh, really? It's not 65? No. Oh, wow. So I could take Social Security at 62, which I didn't do. 65? No. I could take it at 62, the earliest age, oh. but I would lose a certain percentage each year that I am uh, take below the full retirement age. Got it. 
your full retirement age based on when you were born and everybody in your generation, 67. Okay. So six months later than mine. So people who were born like 1950, their full retirement age is like 65 or something. Right. That's what we're used to hearing. Okay. So they could increase the amount of wages that are subject to Social Security taxes. They could raise the payroll tax rate. They could raise the full retirement age. They could, but will they? I don't know. No, but that would not be a great thing. If they raise the full retirement age, let's say you qualify. I'm just saying of all all of those options you just read off, of all the ones they could do, especially the one that um, doesn't particularly favor the rich, uh, will they do them? They haven't done them in... Right, but those, these Nearly are... Nearly 100 years. The, yeah, because they've come up with the money in lieu of that. Right, but I'm saying that as the pay gap uh, has gotten... Bigger. Bigger, and the top 1% own, what, 60% of the wealth in the U.S.? I think it's a lot more than that. Okay. Whatever that percentage is, it's getting bigger and bigger by the day. So... Like Jeff Bezos is making per day what people make in their lifetimes. Um, and, and it's like 10 times that. It's just the amount that folks are making is kind of insane. So, um, But they, what I was saying is they could raise the full retirement age. That could be become the law. Right. I just mean that I don't think it's... I, I would hope that they do all of those things. Uh, not particularly raising the rate. They of- wouldn't have to do all of it. They could do one or two. And I'm going to give you two more. I've given you three. Oh, okay. All right. Give me the um, two. Uh, they could reduce. There's a thing called COLAs, which are cost of living adjustments. So, for instance, in January of 2021, anybody who was already on Social Security got a 1.3% increase. Mm. So, if you were making $2,000 a month, you're now making 2020 whatever the point three is. Okay. So they could like freeze those or stop giving them for six years and then give one or something. So they're called COLAs, cost of living adjustment. Okay. So they could reduce those or freeze them. And then they could totally freeze benefits. So each year that I don't take social security past my 66 years and four months, which is considered my full retirement age based on when I was born each year, I don't take it. I make 8% on social security, whatever my monthly amount is, it goes up by 8%. Hmm. So that's not bad. It's not bad, but 8% when you're talking $2,000 a month, isn't that much. Right. But I'm not getting 2000. I'm getting a lot more. Oh, okay. So, but my point is, they could freeze that and say, if, like I told you right now, as of 2021, the max you can make each month is $3,148. That's even if you average $4 million a year over the, your career. Yeah. The max you could get is 3148 so, so when you said 2000 and you said, oh, no, it's a lot more than that, it can only be $1,000 more, pretty much. Or 1150 more. Right, but that's, that's not like 10 times the amount per month. Correct. But what I'm saying is they could freeze. So let's say by the time you were going to retire, the max amount was 3500 3800 They could freeze that for 10 years. That they never went up for 10 years. And then, you know, Social Security wouldn't go bankrupt. So there's five ways. I'm positive Social Security will be there when you retire. I just don't know in what form. 
the bottom line is I want you to take out is just the point of the whole show. Social Security should never provide for retirement for anyone, even anybody retiring today. You should have a, a different retirement plan. You should have either an IRA, Roth IRA, 401k, a pension plan from your employer, but you cannot rely on Social Security to be the lion's share of your retirement. Make sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. I, I, My thoughts of Social Security before this episode and still after this episode is that I knew I was going to have to save on my own. So... Yeah, so I highly trust the government to do that for me. I know this is a relatively short episode, and I know the people that are in my daughter's um, generation might be depressed and go, it's not going to be there. I believe it will be there. I think there'll be way too many lawsuits because you guys have kicked into Social Security. You should be getting something out of it. What that amount is, I don't know. But you guys, let me be really clear about this. You have to have your own retirement plan. You have to have, whether you do an IRA, Roth IRA, 401k, you get a pension plan from whatever your employer that's, you know, provides a pension plan or something. You have to have that. And Social Security should just be like gravy on top of that. Like, oh, that's going to be our mad money to go to restaurants three times a week or take a vacation after three months of, of Social Security money or something. But it can't be your retirement. It just never could fully fund a retirement. Makes sense? Yeah, no, that makes sense. So, that, I mean, that was the majority of what I had to say. Did you have any questions about Social Security? Um, do you know, like, generally on average, how like how long they take to issue a COLA or issue It's different. The- I mean, I think prior to... Because, I mean, I got to say, when you said, oh, yeah, the living adjustment is 1.3, I just laughed because no way... I laughed in my head. Obviously, I didn't do it out loud, but I, there is no way that any colas they're actually giving are adequate living adjustments, which I know they're not supposed to be. The whole point of this episode you just said was that it's not supposed to be something you rely on, the only source you rely on, but... Um, uh, well, I can tell you this. The I, best living adjustment they could make is actually raising the minimum wage because they haven't, and uh, that'd be cool, but... Um, I don't know. Listen, I know when I looked at this cost of living adjustment history, um, like I'm going to give you, I just called it up. So 1.3 for, it basically came out, that was agreed to in December of 2020, and then it went into effect in January of 2021. But it was 1.6 in 2019. It was 2.8 in 2018. But you can go back to like 2008, it was 5.8. So was these, that because of the uh, potentially the I, I don't housing know. crisis probably yeah potentially but like in 1980 the cola was 14.3 percent well and isn't it funny that over a 10 year period if you were to take all those numbers because we're looking at them on his laptop screen right now uh, and you average them out per 10 years right. uh, the 80s are probably going to average somewhere in the six or seven which that's not bad and the past 10 years it'll probably average to. If that, I mean, 2015, well, tw- there was yeah, 0%. zero. Right. 2009, 2010, zero. Right. I, so, 2012, 1.7. Right. I, so, that's, wow, I get an extra $20. Thank you, government, but also that's not going to cut it ever. <laughs> right. So have your own retirement plan, and uh, that will be your best defense against Social Security. Don't just think of that as being strictly a, 
a little bonus that you know you get in the mail each year or, or month because it in no way can provide for your a, a decent retirement. I'm even talking a modest retirement. Okay. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And it's funny. I don't know why I this episode has me. I don't want to say heated, but just a little ticked off because I came into this knowing that I wasn't going to be like fine living heard. off social security in my lifetime. Like I came in with that assumption that I wouldn't, that social security would not do that for me. And then I guess just some of the things you said, I was just <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, the majority of the people in your generation believe it totally will not exist for them. It'll I gotta, be 100% gone. I got to talk to some of my friends. I'm curious what they think. We don't um, talk about Social Security often enough, folks. Right. If, if because, you have kids my age who are 24, yeah, because don't you're talk saying, about it. You're <laughs> saying it's way too far away and it doesn't make sense. And oh, by the way, we have funded some wars and we've taken from Social Security to do that. Do you know of any other things the government has done and taken from Social like besides wars? Like, I just, oh, I just know specifically wars. Infrastructure, yeah, because, uh, you know, that sounds lovely and great. And that's sarcasm. Um, it makes it, it makes me wonder what else they yeah I mean out for. If, if Congress was smart, they would pass a law that says you may not use Social Security for anything but for retirement benefits for people in Medicare. That it can't be touched. But that law hasn't passed. So bottom line is was that law ever on the table? Do you know? I don't know. Mm. Bottom line is save for your own retirement. Count on Social Security just being a little extra bonus that comes in the every month, and uh, you'll be fine. But plan now. I know 24, you're like, why am I talking about retirement? It's ridiculous. Because when it does come, the majority of people, I, I read something, an article yesterday that said, the majority of people 65 have $61,000 saved for their retirement. So that and their $2,000 a month that is taxed from Social Security is going to let them survive Let's say to eighty five ninety. Yeah, I don't know about that. Here, oh, here's the other quick reason Even why. Even if health costs are covered with Medicaid, let's. Here's the other thing I want to say for your generation. Listen to this clearly. One of the reasons Social Security is drawing down is, um, when Social Security first started, maybe the average person lived to sixty eight years old. Now I think the average life expectancy is like 87, 88, and that's for my generation. Your generation, it's well over 90. It's got to be 96, 97. I am shocked to hear that is the life expectancy. I would have thought it would have been maybe mid-70s if that. No, it was like 68 when Social Security in 1935 was formed. Mm. So because people are living longer and you've got to keep paying out more monthly benefits to people, it depletes Social Security quicker. So the the reason why your generation more than ever has to be concerned about retirement and start funding it now and fund it early is because I think, especially with all the medical advancements in, in that we have, that your generation, and you were born in 1997, will live past age 100. And it's because there's so many medical advances. I am positive there are going to be... Not every cancer, but maybe several forms of cancer will be cured. Three-digit club, baby. By the time you are 60, that, you know, there will be whatever drug or shot or whatever, that there's so many medical advances that are happening right now. So bottom line is, save for your own retirement. Don't count on Social Security. It will be there, 
but I don't know to what extent. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening in and please subscribe as usual. Thank my daughter for uh, coming along this journey with me. I yeah. hope I didn't depress you today. Eh. <laughs> thank you for. Um... <laughs> yeah, I did. Eh. I did. You did, did depress you. I don't know. My mind's on a whole bunch of work things. So in combination with that, I was like, look, I'm doing all this work and then it's going to turn into what? less than what I put into it. Like you're going to put more than $2,000 like than what you'll get out. But it's okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you learned something like I did. And Please subscribe. <laughs> yes. Please follow us. Send us anything you want. Um, and we'll see you on the next one. Take care. The content on Dads, Daughters, and Dollars is for informational purposes only and does not constitute professional financial advice. Listeners should consult an attorney, accountant, financial planner, or other professionals to suit your specific needs.